Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. This evening we have a special guest, Evangelist Tabitha Strother from South Carolina. Okay, you're on the air. Well, good evening, and thank you so much, Brother uh, Emmanuel Barbie, for allowing me to be on your platform today. And I do not take it lightly that you have allowed me to be here. So to God be all the glory, and may he bless you richly. And as you have stated, I am Evangelist Tabitha Struther from Chester, South Carolina. I'm one of the associate ministers at the Pine Grove Baptist Church here in Chester, South Carolina. I am the creator and host of Talking with Tabitha, which airs on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. live on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. And uh, I have so many other titles that I hold and so much other things that I do, but that is not why I am here this evening. I'm here today to encourage us, to encourage your listeners, and to uh, just bring some encouragement to myself as well. Because we all can use some encouragement. Amen, church. Amen. So for those of you uh, who will uh, today, when you are listening to this, grab your Bibles, whether it is the page flippers, the hard Bibles, as we say, or the Bibles that are on your phones. And journey with me to Philippians, the third chapter. And I'm going to uh, read in your hearing verses 12 through 14, and I'm coming out of the Amplified Version. But I encourage you to go back and, and read this whole chapter to get a sense of, of what I'm talking about today. And again, this is Philippians, the third chapter, starting at verse 12. Not that I have already obtained it, this goal of being Christ-like or have already been made perfect, but I actively press on so that I may take hold of that perfection for which Christ Jesus took hold of me and made me his own. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider that I have made it my own yet, but one thing I do, Forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the heavenly prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And, and that's the 14th verse. So I, I just want to encourage us a little bit today to press on. Now, this... Um, this third chapter, Paul, the Apostle Paul, begins this chapter to the Philippians by telling them to rejoice in the Lord. Now, if, if Paul, writing from a, a Roman jail, could tell, <clears throat> excuse me, could tell them to rejoice, then I know that we in today's society should be able to find a reason to rejoice. So you had to understand how, what Paul had went through, how he had endured the hardships of being a Christian and, and all that he had gone through for Christ's sake. But yet and still, not only was he encouraging 
them, but he was encouraging himself. Sometimes we do have to encourage ourselves. So he told them to rejoice. And we too can find something to rejoice in. We can find, we can look around and we can see that we always have something to rejoice about. God, first of all, woke us up this morning. Now I know that there's so much going on in the world. Yes, we're in the midst of a pandemic. Yes, someone has lost a job. Yes, someone have lost loved ones during this time. I, I know people personally. And yes, sometimes it hits home. Yes, I understand that. But there is still something that we should be able to rejoice about. My, my brother, my sister, if you are listening to this broadcast, then you should be rejoicing. Number one, God has kept us. We are yet alive. We didn't succumb to what we could have succumbed to. So we we didn't get it all together yesterday, but God has allowed us another opportunity to get it right with our fellow man and to get it right with him. That's enough to rejoice about right there. So therefore, Glory to God, we should rejoice. So Paul tells them to rejoice. And then he begins to warn them. And and I just want to throw this out here. Uh, you know, even in our times of despair and, and distress, there is always someone or, or something that can try to knock us off course. But Paul begins to warn them about the false teachers and the religious leaders whom he called dogs. They were like scavengers. They had impure minds. Uh, if you were not careful, if we're not careful right now, we're running to some dogs today. They are, uh, There are still some people around today that are, are willing to pray on those who are not uh, all together. They're not as spiritually minded. They are not, they don't have it all together. They, they're trying and, or, or they may be downtrodden. They have fallen on some hard times and, and therefore they are, are willing to, to pray on those types of people. But, you know, the Bible tells us to watch as well as pray. And so Paul tells them to be careful of those types of People. There are some people, if you will, that are sometimes in the church. They like to try to throw um, the religious um, uh, laws, like those uh, messianic laws that was there. They wanted to implement those laws all the time, but they don't want to implement Jesus. I'm talking about the people of today. They want to put so many laws on the body of Christ. They want to hold you down by the rules, but they don't like to uh, hold you down with Christ. They don't want to hold you down with love. They don't want to hold you down with prayer. They don't want to hold you down with grace, but they want to hold you down with all these laws. And, and just like the rulers and religious leaders back then, the laws that they were even trying to implement on the people, they couldn't keep them themselves. That's why we needed a savior. So, People beware what Paul was saying. People beware. But as we get down to the 12th verse, we look at these verses, the 12th through the 14th. Again, Apostle Paul says, not that I have already obtained it, this goal of being Christ-like, or have already been made perfect, 
but I actively press on, glory to God, that I may take hold of that perfection for which Christ Jesus took hold of me and made me his own. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider that I have made it my own yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the heavenly prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. You know, I get excited because even with Apostle Paul's resume and all of his accomplishments, he lets us know that he hadn't made it yet. You know, some people have, you know, doctor in front of their name and they have, you know, PA and PhD and all of this stuff behind their name. And they feel like that, you know, they have made it. They have set the bar and all of that. But Paul lets us know right here that to him, all of that was just garbage when it came to Christ Jesus, when it came to being a Christian. So, you know, Paul was like, you know, that does not matter. He was still striving for something. He was striving for perfection. He was striving to make it. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that your accomplishments and what you have worked hard for is nothing. I'm not saying that it does not matter because. Yes, in today's society, it, it does matter. In today's society, education is good. But in all you get, please get understanding. In all of your education and things that you get, I, I, I hold a master's degree. So I understand that, you know, it's good to get that. But when it comes to Christ Jesus, my master's degree means nothing. When it comes to Christ Jesus, hey, I just need Jesus. Amen. So Paul said that that was like garbage to him because he was trying to get somewhere. Somewhere that a PhD couldn't take him. Paul was striving to get somewhere that all the education in this society couldn't take him. Somewhere that an honorary degree couldn't hold fire to. Paul wanted to get where Jesus was. He had a remedy to get there. First, he said that he was forgetting those things which were behind him. We have to let go. My brothers and sisters, we have to let go of our past. Yes, it hurts. Yes, they forgot about you. Yes, they hurt you. Yes, they said some horrific things about you. Yes, they did some things that they would not have done to a stranger. I'm talking about family folk. Yes, it gets on your nerves to see how they walk by and call themselves a child of God and have not even thought about apologizing. Yes, I do understand because guess what? Things have happened to me first. Before it happened, maybe to you. It has happened to me first before it happened to someone else that I know. But guess what? We as children of God, we have to walk this thing out the way Christ has told us to walk it out. We've got to walk this thing out the way Apostle Paul has walked it out. He said, forget about those things that are in the past. And then we have got to pray. You know, it is a new year. We're still in January. To God be the glory. We don't know what may happen tomorrow. But while we are here, 
while we are here at the beginning of this new year, we say we want new. We say we want God to do a new thing. We are expecting God to do a new thing, but we keep holding on to the old. Let go and let God. Give it to God. If we say that we truly forgive, forgive in your heart. Forgive in those deep down crevices of your heart. Allow God to deal with that stuff. If you give it to him, you'll make room for the new. Secondly, Paul said he had to decide. As he uh, said that he forgot about that stuff and he was pressing on, Paul decided to that he had to make he had a made up mind to press forward, to move forward, to pursue the goal and being like Christ. Now we all have to have a made up mind. If you say that you have decided to follow Christ, then you have to pursue him. You have to deliberately do what he said to do. You have to deliberately forget that stuff in the past. You have to deliberately pray each day. You have to deliberately stay in your word. You have to deliberately mm -hmm, commune with God. And during that prayer time, it's not all about us talking, but mostly about us listening. Deliberately. And the third thing is reaching forward. Uh-huh. Paul said that he was pressing on toward the goal, to win that heavenly prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Paul was trying to get somewhere. What is the goal? What is the, the ultimate prize? It's eternal life. We as children of God, we as Christians, we should be pressing toward this prize daily by the life that we live, the way that we talk, the people that we encounter, they should see Christ in us especially the people of the body of Christ. Every day, we should be pursuing our heavenly prize, which is our heavenly home. We are truly just passing through. Earth is not for the believers. Our home is with God in heaven. So I just want to encourage you all today to rejoice in the Lord and press. Press in his presence. Press toward the prize that God has called you to, that upward prize that he has called us to. Yes, sometimes it gets hard. Yes, sometimes it gets tedious. Yes, sometimes, you know, things happen and it shakes us a little bit. But we should be like that tree planted by the rivers of water that shall not be moved. It may shake us, we may bend, but we shall not break because our roots are so strong and grounded in Christ Jesus. So I encourage you today to trust God with your whole heart and rejoice in him always. And again, I say rejoice. So I want to leave you with a quick prayer. I love you all. I love you all. And I thank you for tuning in. So as we pray, as we pray, put your mind on Christ. Not on what happened today, not on what you're going through right now, just Christ. Father, we thank you now for being the great God that you are. We thank you now for this opportunity to share your word.
God, we thank you for every listener. God, we thank you for Brother Emmanuel. God, we thank you for this platform. God, we thank you for your word that has gone forth. God, we pray now in the name of Jesus that it shall not fall on deaf ears. We thank you, God, that we shall rejoice in every situation in our lives. God, you told us to rejoice always and to pray continuously, Lord God. And that's what we shall do. Oh, God, we bless your name because you are still on the throne. God, every promise that you have given your children, we shall receive. Every assignment, dear God, that you have tasked our hands to do, we shall accomplish, dear God. Oh, we bless your name. And we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen. Amen. And again, listeners, I do thank you. Again, I am Evangelist Tabitha Struther of Talking with Tabitha. I am the creator and host of Talking with Tabitha. You can find me on Facebook, IG, YouTube, at Talking with Tabitha, and Twitter, at Evan Tab. Again, I have truly enjoyed this time with you. May the peace of God and his blessings overtake you. At this time, I turn it back over to our host, Brother Emmanuel Barbie. Amen. Well, thank you, woman of God, for coming on the show for this evening. You're welcome. And I would like to ask you just stick around, please, because um, I want to do a prayer, and I want you to uh, be in agreement with my prayer requests. Oh, you're more than welcome. I, I wouldn't mind. Oh, Brother um, Emmanuel, I forgot to say something about my book. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I am a member of the fibromyalgia community, and I am coming out with a prayer journal. It's entitled Fibro in Me, Finding Faith in the Midst of Pain. And it will be coming out by the end of the month. It is in the final stages of review right now. So um, I encourage your uh, audience to check out, again, my Facebook page or YouTube, all the platforms that talking with Tabitha, except for Twitter, that's Evan Tab, which will have more information about the book that is the prayer journal, which is coming out. Again, it's Fibro and Me, Finding Faith in the Midst of Pain. Amen. Heavenly Father, I come before you as humble as I know how, Lord Jesus. Thank you for another beautiful day, which I've never seen before. Thank you for my health and strength. And most of all, thank you for this platform. Lord Jesus, if it was up to me, everybody, all my Christian friends that's in my Christian groups, both Light of the World Inspirational Group and Christian Spoken Word Network, everybody would be on board. We would all work together collectively. That's if it was up to me, Lord. But again, you give us free will, Lord. Please, Lord, Heavenly Father, touch the hearts and minds of my Christian friends, Lord, for us to stop trying to compete with uh, against one another and for us to uh, unite and work together as a team. Um, because um, it takes a team to make a dream work. And I keep emphasizing to my uh, Christian group, group members that Nehemiah did not build that wall of Jerusalem by himself. He had qualified architects, engineers, and bricklayers. And that's what I want to be on my management team to help me run my uh, Christian business that you gave me, Lord. 
so I can move from behind this computer. I've been tearing with this um, vision Lord for 29 years. I've been faithful. All of the social uh, networks that I was on, I believe it was 300. All of my social groups have been uh, shut down because Satan was, he's against what I'm trying to do. He's against this vision. And I understand that as far as I'm concerned, this is spiritual warfare at its best. The only groups I have left now is the ones that's on Facebook. Heavenly Father, again, I'm just asking you for a favor, Lord. Open up these doors, Lord. I wrote the vision and made it plain in my revised book, yet it's barely selling. So, Lord, you put it in my heart of mind to turn my book into a film, Lord. I'm just asking you, Lord, to stir up all my Christian friends worldwide, Lord. That's all over the, across the world, Lord. That's, on my, that's in my Christian groups, Lord. For them to share my information, Lord. Touch their hearts, Lord, to help me get that um, revised book on that bestsellers list, Lord. Help them um, um, put it in their hearts and minds, Lord, to share this information that I put out, Lord. I'm not doing this for my health, Lord. I'm not doing this to be seen. I'm just trying to do what you called me to do, Lord. And that is to uh, help eradicate urban violence in the city of Chicago through our programs and services. Thank you for Sister Renee, Lord, for um, working um, with me behind the scenes. And uh, thank you again for my contributors, Lord, that come on the show and that um, do special things, that uh, also purchase uh, the revised book, that also um, encourage people about our virtual store, Lord. Um, and also that's um, contributors to our PayPal account, Lord, for the film. Oh, Lord, I'm asking you, Lord, to let me um, be able, Lord, to obtain that 500000 Lord, so I can do this uh, film project, Lord. I want to be able to be in a better position financially to hire a qualified film crew, Lord, and quality actors, Lord, based on all the stuff that I went through. I want everyone to know my story, where, where you brought me from. I want to be that uh, testimony, Lord. And Heavenly Father, I pray, Lord Jesus, that um, you would um, allow this film, Lord, to um, bless me, Heavenly Father, so that way, through this uh, Christian business, we can create quality jobs, Lord, in our inner cities, Lord, rather than begging these financial elites. In Jesus' name. Also, Heavenly Father, prepare my um, brothers and sisters, Lord, that's on the African continent, Lord, to be prepared, Lord, for when we go over to um, to South Africa, Lord, we, I want to bring the best of the diaspora, Lord. We want to go to those um, the rural areas, Lord, to help improve the lives of um, the South Africans that's suffering, Lord, that's living in shanties. And we want to create jobs, Lord, for um, the Native Africans, Lord, not just in South Africa, but also in 10 other African nations, Lord. But we want to start there, Lord, first. Just let um, just give me the strength, Lord, to keep enduring this, Lord, the vision, Lord. And again, Lord, just bring me quality people, Lord, people that's going to be um, 
qualified, Lord, to help uh, with this vision, Lord, and dedicated. I prefer Christians, Lord, but if I can't get Christians, Lord, then just bring me secular people because, again, we want to reach out to the secular world as well. But we want to make sure that people ca we care about the least of these, Lord. And it begins with our own. So, Lord Jesus, just give me the strength, Lord, to endure. Please, Lord, speed up the process. Yes, Lord, it's very discouraging, Lord, being um, having no support here in my own city, Lord, where our youth are being shot down uh, weekly or even daily, Lord. But society don't care. But you put in my heart, Lord, to care, Lord, because that's the community that I came from. And Lord, I just want to be able to be a blessing um, to um, my own pe people here in my own city, Lord, before I go, Lord, to the African continent. But Heavenly Father, just have your way, Lord, in this situation. Again, Lord Jesus, um, I even want to reach out to um, non-black sympathizers. They can be a part of this organization as well, Lord. But again, our focus is on strengthening the black family, creating legitimate jobs so that our youth don't become um, or fall prey to um, being career criminals. We come against that mess and we want to raise the bar in black America. The Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, um, that's the name of my nonprofit that you gave me. And um, the Grassroots Community Activist Movement, is the vision, that's what I've been talking about. That's what represents all of my Christian groups as well as my um, secular groups, Lord. Just thank you for that, Lord. But um, just let it come to pass this year, Lord, and also keep us um, protected, Lord, from this COVID-19, Lord. It's very difficult and challenging, Lord, to try to do a film during this um, pandemic, pandemic. But um, nevertheless, Lord, um, we can do all things through you, Lord. And again, Lord Jesus, just please just connect me with the, the right people, Lord. Like-minded, God-fearing people, Lord, that's going to be on my management team to help me run this thing because I'm not trying to make this about myself, Lord. This is bigger than me. But at least, Lord, I want to get it started here in the city of Chicago to make Chicago a model first before we try to expand to other cities, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, Lord, and thank you again for uh, this wonderful opportunity, Lord. Um, and that's going to conclude our show for this evening. <laughs>